Hi everyone, this is your host, Kate Connick. Welcome to Connect with Kate, a place to learn, build, and grow together as a community. This is a holistic, all-encompassing show on self-help, self-love, and how to better your being to become the happiest version of you. Together, let's unite, discover, inspire, and most importantly, connect. Hi, everyone. Welcome to episode 14 of Connect with Kate. I cannot believe I have recorded that many episodes. That's so wild to me. I remember just starting um, during quarantine and kind of watching everything unfold from wanting to start a podcast to getting a microphone to setting things up to now being in my basement recording these and connecting with incredible people from all over in different fields and backgrounds. And it's been a really cool process for me. And I really hope it has for you as well. Um, As important as it is for me to connect with my guests, I also believe it's very important for me to connect with you guys. So I want to take this opportunity to first of all, thank you for listening for getting hopefully something out of these episodes, whether you're You know, I've had some people say they're taking notes during this, which was so shocking to me and just exciting that, you know, they're really getting this incredible information out of my guests um, as I do and they're writing it down and they're bettering themselves because that's so, so important. I really try and focus on self-care, self-love and just bettering our beings. And I believe that these guests are all leaders in their community and that they can do that very thing. So I appreciate you in every way. I also wanted to take this moment to say that I have a Connect with Kate Instagram. It's at connectwkate and it is a great place for you guys to catch up and see kind of, you know, photos of the guests I'm having on so you can have a visual Um, anything you might have missed. It's a great space for that. So if you decide you want to follow that account, it's great for updates. Um, It's also a place for you to write in, to message me, to ask me any specific questions. I think I'm going to really answer those questions at the beginning of every podcast episode, um, just so I can connect with you guys and answer anything or discuss topics that are of interest to you, or if you guys have any one in particular you would like me to try and get on my show or topics to discuss um, anything around a certain subject. So that's all very exciting. Things are progressing and I'm just really enjoying the guests I have coming on and I'm enjoying, um, you know, getting to ask these questions and get information that, you know, will together help us learn, build and grow. So, um, episode 14 today is with my friend Cho Seward, who is a model. She was originally scouted by IMG and is now with Fusion in New York City. She is a world traveler. She's lived in so many different places and I believe is very knowledgeable. She's so approachable and kind and and loving and genuine. Um, Those are just a few things I really like about her. She's so authentic, and she's also very confident, and I think that's really, really important. So I'm excited to pick her brain and ask her, you know, where did she get this confidence from and what really makes her unique because 
we're all so unique and different. And I really like to use this as a platform to encourage being unique and special and hearing stories that, you know, separate you from other people. So that's, that's exciting. Um, so Cho recently walked in Mark Jacobs, New York fashion week, which is unbelievable. She also just came out with her first magazine cover. She is, she's killing it. And she has also launched Cho Granola, which is her first company, which is so exciting as an entrepreneur and chef. And we're going to get into all the different ingredients she uses, um, kind of how she started, where she's at with the business, um, she works with her sister on this and her family is a big part of who she is and her work. And so, yeah, we're going to get into all those topics. Also, her lucky number is four and it happens to be the 14th episode, which is kind of cool. So let's jump in. Yeah, well, I take someone like a person like you, you've manifested so many Definitely. things in your life. I mean, I don't even know if you consciously were aware of it, but yeah, I've watched your your journey and and I see where you are and I mean one of the coolest things you've done in my opinion was the Mark Jacobs show and I actually yeah really I totally agree <laughs> that. that's crazy and I and yeah. from the beginning you were only just really doing the fitting so I I want to hear about that process and how you kind of ultimately manifested this yes. incredible, you know, New York Fashion Week experience for yourself. I would totally say that like that was a manifestation thing. I've always been like a huge believer in manifesting your dreams and stuff. Like even it just it started out as something as small as like making the lacrosse team when I was in high school. Just JV, not even varsity. Like I would act like I would like buy the socks that I knew you had to wear, like the certain Nike socks and be like, okay, like I'm going to buy them as if I'm already on the team and like I know it's going to happen one day. And so like in high school, we used to – my high school used to do this little like fashion show where like girls would make their own dresses and stuff like that. And it always went on around the same time as New York Fashion Week. And I was so – like I was already into the modeling world at that time. So I knew it and I was like – I remember just sitting there watching the little show at my high school and just thinking like, I can't wait till just one day I'm actually in a major high fashion show in New York Fashion Week and everybody in my high school can see me and like it's just going to be so great. Like I know it's going to happen one day. Like I remember I was thinking this at like 15 and I just realized that after like because I think it was after like the day after the Marc Jacobs show, I saw someone from my high school like a, a younger girl that I know posted something about it and I was like, oh my God, that's crazy. I literally just walked in Marc Jacobs. I remember walking and down my high school auditorium in like a dress made out of recycled materials. Like it's literally crazy. But no, Mark Jacobs was like the most, it was the most awesome experience. Yeah. Cause I did the fittings with the whole team leading up like the weeks leading up to the show. So I kind of got to know everyone and even Mark himself really well, because I essentially saw the entire collection come to life. They, I mean, they literally made it on me and there was two other girls, but like, so I'm like, the outfit that Carly Kloss made, they like were making it on me, the turtleneck. They're like, yeah, this is going to be Carly Kloss's skirt. And I was like, oh my God. And then to be actually at the show backstage seeing Carly wearing the skirt and outfit. And I was like, oh my God, that's how it looks on her. Like so exciting. But yeah, it was just a dream come true. I mean, like to one of the biggest shows in New York Fashion Week, it was just such an honor and dream come true. Yeah, that's amazing. And not to mention, too, you just came out with 
the cover on a magazine. Can we yes. talk about that? That was a, I mean, both of those things were a surprise to me. I didn't even yeah. know about that. So, so tell yes. me a little about your, your first cover. Yes. So that's funny. Yeah. I shot this cover actually, like when I was, it's for the cover of a magazine. It's an Australian beauty magazine, hair and beauty. Um, I shot this when I was in Australia a little while ago, actually. And it's, it, they told me it was supposed to come out like a few months from when we shot it. And I w- waited for it and waited for it and waited for it. And I never saw it come out. And I was like, huh, like strange. I just never saw anything from it. So it was so unexpected. The other day, the photographer just posted this cover of the magazine and it was me. And I remember the picture. It's like this crazy picture of me. They glued this like pink cotton under my eyes and it looks like I'm like crying cotton candy. It's like literally the most creative shoot I've ever done. But And so I was so excited to finally see that. And it's my first cover. And ironically, it came out on May 4th, which is like, you know, that four is like my number. I have it tattooed on my finger. It's like my magic number. I see it everywhere. It's like my big thing. So it came out on the 4th and also of May, which is like my favorite month. It's my birthday month. And the title of the cover was – and the cover story was called Dreams. So it's like this pink picture of me and it says dreams on it, which also ironically is the name of my favorite song, Dreams by Fleetwood Mac. So the whole thing was just kind of like, it's just kind of crazy and eerie to me and like it's very surreal. And so I was so happy to finally have that come out. And it's like, it's just crazy to me. Yeah, that's amazing. And I I know personally, I use magazines to create you know, a mood board or a mm-hmm. vision board, whatever you want to call mm-hmm. it. And it's kind of like your your own kind of just came together and yeah. you, know, you don't even need to pick the magazine apart. Yes. You, you are the magazine. And that's, yeah, the, yeah, the whole... word dreams is so powerful too. Yes. I love that. Yeah. It's like, I mean, this, like I've always loved Dreams by Fleetwood Mac since probably, it's been my favorite song since like 2015, probably like my whole family knows, like whenever it comes on, they're like, oh, like Joe and of course, the whole thing, the theme of the editorial was just pink and dreamy. And so like, it's kind of a perfect like first cover story editorial for me, just to kind of like, I feel like it captures me. So it's it's cute. Yeah, you can retire now. I think you know, <laughs> yeah. you've, you've accomplished more than a lot of people I know. So <laughs> yeah, um, no, that's so exciting. This is just the beginning. And yeah, tell me more about the number four and why it's special to you and other times you've seen this number and in, in signs from the universe or, or God. Yeah. yeah. So like the four is kind of just my magic number. It's always been my favorite number. I don't know why, but like kind of in the past couple of years, I just started noticing it more. It's just a recurring number. And I've heard a lot about like angel numbers and recurring numbers and they kind of mean good things. And I know that four is the symbol of kind of like positive vibes, like things are going your way, think like things are going right, things are going to happen for you. And I just started to take it as a sign, like whenever I would see a four that, okay, like I'm doing something right, this is meant to be, or like if I'm nervous about something, like for example, whenever a lot of times when I fly, almost every single time I end up being like boarding group four or gate, like B4, A4, always something to do with it, seat 44, like um so I'll just if I'm ever nervous in an airport or thinking about stuff like I'm on a new journey going somewhere new and I'm like oh what's gonna happen like I'll see like a 444 somewhere and be like okay like I think that's a sign it's gonna be good or like just things like that and I mean I've kind of just made it my lucky number and I think it's just really become something special to me and 
I mean, it's it's just kind of worked out in the universe. It's crazy. Yeah, I love that. It happens to be my favorite number too, which is yes. so cool. That's why just another thing, a, a, yeah. another reason of like why it's just ironic. Like me and you have become such yeah. good friends, and then it's like we have that connection too. It's just it's always pops up as a sign and meaning for something. Yeah, no, it's it's really special. Mm-hmm. And I want to know too, how do you remain confident and true to yourself? I mean, you're so unique and I mean you just exude confidence and I just want to know because you're a model you're surrounded by some of the most beautiful people in the world what do you do to really stay true to yourself and and really not change your ways oh thank you well yeah that's a good question I mean definitely as a model like you have to have confidence because like it's hard to not compare yourself to all these other girls and other people's careers but I've just been it's, it's important to be confident in yourself and really know yourself and know what you want for yourself, I think, in order to not get caught up in anything else. Like I feel like in the past like two years of modeling full time, I've really just figured out who I am and like what I want for myself, what my goals are. So I just focus on that and not necessarily what other people are doing or what other people want me to do or think I'm doing. I just focus on like what's best for myself and how to be the best version of myself is really all that I'm focused on. And and also, I mean, you meet a lot of people who are kind of stuck up or like into themselves and models who think they're all that and stuff like that. And like you also kind of learn like, oh, I, I don't want to look like that. I don't want to be like that. Like it's just, yeah, like I mean, I just kind of want to be the best version of myself for myself all the time. So I think that's just kind of the – the best part of it yeah no that's such a good answer um I think because it applies to all aspects of life and and different careers for anyone that's listening you don't have to be a model to take your advice when it comes to that yeah Um, yeah I think the biggest thing is just not comparing yourself to others because there's no there's no comparison like everybody's everybody's doing different things totally and then what role do your parents play when it comes to just how you were raised or even your siblings. I know you have such an incredible relationship with them. You guys have yeah. such a strong, interesting dynamic. So can you tell me kind of how you were raised and what your relationship is like with them? Yeah, I think definitely like my family and my parents are just a big part of who I am and stuff like that. I'm I'm very close to my family, my siblings, my brother. I have an older brother and older sister and like they're my best friends. You know, we've always been super close. Um, and my parents are both have, they've just raised us to to be confident and like chase our dreams, do what we want to do and not worry about what anybody else says or thinks, you know, they've always been very strong about that. So I think that's why I've had like a good sense of confidence and I've grown up like this because they really just instilled that in us. And I mean, my dad, he's an entrepreneur. He built himself up like from himself, you know, when he was young and He's always been hardworking. Same with my mom. They've both grown up and and they had they did they weren't given everything as children, and you know they built themselves up to have what they do, and they've kind of taught us to be the same. So, and yeah, I think that's just kind of like how I've been rooted, and just being so close to my family has definitely formed me how I am today. 
Yeah, that's so amazing. And I, I want to know too, what has it been like being in quarantine with your family? I know yes. it's, it's a four of you guys, right? Because yes, um, Darren's in San Diego, right? Yeah, my brother's still in San Diego. So I've just been home with spending so much time. My dad still goes to work every day to the office. So um, it's been pretty normal for him. But just me, my mom, my sister have been spending literally every waking hour together. <laughs> but I mean, it's been fun. We just, it's actually kind of great because we keep each other occupied. We've just been coming up with different activities to do. I actually think like one positive thing about this whole pandemic and quarantine is like, I feel like I'm in such a like healthy mindset and like phys- physically and mentally. Like we've just been doing great workouts and stuff like that. We've had time to just journal and work on things that we never thought we had time to do before. Like, um, and we've been get like starting with my granola business, Cho Granola. Me and my sister have been and my mom has been helping us a lot working on that. So we've just been getting to do a lot of fun things that we didn't think we had time to do before. And I think it's been great because now like we definitely are gonna work those into our everyday lives. So totally. And before we get into entrepreneurship and your new venture with Cho Granola, yes. <laughs> I wanna know a little bit more about modeling for people interested in being scouted what was that process like for you and who were you originally scouted by yes so i was scouted through instagram by img they have an account called we love your jeans and at the time i think that was kind of the only account that did that but i mean nowadays i like i think almost every modeling agency probably scouts through instagram i know that IMG is even scouting through TikTok now. Like, so I mean, I the easiest way to try and get out there and get modeling is through Instagram, you know, tag your pictures, tag anyone, do your research on who the vice president of this account is or who the scouting people are for these agencies and tag them. So I was discovered through Instagram. I just literally DM'd this We Love Your Jeans account, a simple I was actually my sister that told me to DM them. I didn't think they were gonna respond. And it was just a simple picture of me standing there smiling. And they responded. They were like, oh, like we'd love to see some more digitals of you. And long story short, I visited New York and I signed with IMG and it was crazy. So luckily, like I did that when I was younger. I think the best time to start is when you're like 15, 16, just to kind of dip your toes into it. It's not some – I don't think modeling is something you want to like rush into. But yeah, I mean – just tips for getting if you want to be scouted as a model just submit your pictures anywhere you can and just natural as possible you know they're not looking for filters or makeup or you they you just want to be they want to see you and you know they never you never know what anyone's looking for so yeah and what's um some other advice you would give yourself i mean now being so experienced mm-hmm. in the industry kind of looking back on I mean you were a baby when you first started that's yeah it's crazy to think about yeah anything you would have told yourself in terms of um confidence or or just really um I guess diving deep into what really kind of makes you unique yeah I think I guess I what I would have told myself when I was younger I've, I've always been shy at first like talking to people and I get nervous like speaking to people and like when I first met at the IMG office, my mom was like, okay, you got to speak up, like be good. And I think I did a good job with that. But yeah, you definitely just have to be out there and just be confident. And like, you have to, you have to be unique in this industry, like you have to stand out or you have to be just 
standing out in their eyes. So, because I mean, they, the amount of girls that modeling agencies, girls and guys that they'll meet with is like crazy. So you want to stand out, you want to be something special and you just want to be nice overall, be nice to everyone, you know, talk to everyone, make connections. I think that's a huge thing is just making connections with people because I mean, you'll end up making connections with friends all over the world and it's just great now. Like I feel like I know people everywhere I go and I could go to Milan and text a girl that I know there. Like, so I then get out, go to lunch, you know, it's like, you'll end up making, meeting a lot of people. And yeah, I think that's just confidence being connected and, uh, yeah, that's, that's, those are the main things. Right. And what's your take as well on the modeling industry in terms of social media, how it's changing and how do you use Instagram and other platforms to your advantage? Yeah, it's definitely changed so much. Like, I mean, your social media, your Instagram is basically just like another portfolio for you. Like any client you go to, any casting you go to, they'll most likely ask for your Instagram. They want to look at it. And I almost think it's better, you know, like I I hope that clients look at my Instagram because I think it shows like a more true version of you rather than like a book or portfolio of just these modeling pictures. Obviously, that's important too, but your Instagram can really show a lot about you. And I mean, for a lot of girls, you can you can book a job based on an Instagram post, you know, say you post about you doing yoga or something like that, that could lead to doing something with aloe. Like, it's I think it's just very important to be real and show every aspect of you as possible on your Instagram, because that can really can really help in the long run, you know, and it's definitely a very important aspect and you want it to look good and just be yourself. But you know, you can yeah, show and it's also not all about just showing modeling pictures. Like I think it, I like I like most of the models and I try to keep my account like kind of a mixture of like iPhone, more lifestyle and modeling pictures because you want to show people like a more real version of you too. Totally. And you're also so well traveled. You've been all over. Um I want to ask you about the modeling apartments. What was that like for oh, you? Yeah. Just I mean, it has to have been, I personally have done co-living, which was, Mm -hmm. you've you've seen where I've lived in this past summer in LA. It's it's different from um, a modeling apartment. I've never experienced that myself. So what is, what is that, what is that like? What, what advice do you have for young models? I mean, obviously when quarantine's over. Yeah. Yeah. um, I mean, luckily I've had pretty good experiences in model apartments. Like I don't really have any, like some people say they've heard like horror stories. Um, I mean, definitely, you know, times have changed. They take care, like most agencies take care of their girls now, but I'm, yeah, I lived in the, I'm like IMG model apartment. When I first started modeling, like I just graduated in 2018 and I moved to New York and I was living in the model apartment. At one point I was living with five other girls. So it was six of us. It was just bunk beds. Like you literally – I remember I showed up with like two suitcases and all this stuff and like my mom helped me move me in and there was like literally two drawers. And I was like, okay, um, where am I going to put all this stuff? So I mean like obviously you're living out of a suitcase and like you just have to figure out your own space and things like that. But luckily I've been lucky and I've made so many friends just from living with other people and – some of my best friends to this day I've met through model apartments and it's really great. And I mean, another good thing about it is that modeling can be very lonely. Obviously, you're traveling a lot of the times, other girls are traveling and it could be a new place that you're unfamiliar with, but 
if you're living with other girls, you know, it's it's an automatic person that you can connect to. You're in the same industry you can talk to. And if you can become good friends with, it's great. It's an, and it's a blessing if you meet some some great girls. Um, yeah. So like it, there's definitely been some interesting living situa- situations. Like it's been kind of different everywhere. Sometimes if I'm traveling, like when I traveled to Sydney, I was just kind of set up and um, – it was a friend of a friend through somebody in the agency and there she had was renting a room like in Bondi Beach. So I was just living with this lady and it ended up being amazing. Like she was the young Pilates instructor and I lived with her and it was awesome. And so not everywhere it's been a model apartment, but, um, but yeah, they, they can be interesting. Obviously it's girls can be messy. So like there's been times where you're like, okay, like the only thing is like, okay, can you guys like do your dishes or like can you, you know, clean your hair that like imagine like five girls living in a place, the amount of hair that's all over the place. It's like crazy. But I mean, yeah, like it's just an interesting experience, honestly. I think it's been like – I think it's been great. Like it's just another learning experience and thing you can say that you've done. You've lived with other people. It's it's great to like – build up your social skills and people skills, you know? So I think it's, it's been model apartments are an interesting experience. Definitely. (laughs) Yeah. And it's, it's cool to really like put yourself to that kind of limit or put yourself in these circumstances. You're not typically in just kind of getting out of your comfort zone. You just learn so much about yourself. Totally. I think for me, it was great because I'm always just like a sheltered person and I'm, I'm usually not like a very like quick to make friends person. Like I'm I, like I said earlier, I'm pretty shy at first. And like now I feel like I, I'm so much more of like a girl's girl, you know, like I know how to talk to girls and make friends and stuff like that. And it's become easier for me just because I have lived with so many different girls and you kind of know how to do it. And I think that's that's been good like growth for me. Yeah, it's it's really important. I personally think it's sometimes easier to get along with guys than it can be yeah. with girls. So if you can you can manage to get that down, then then you're set. Yeah, yeah. And it must be really strange for you, kind of being back at home for this amount of time, not really knowing when quarantine's gonna end. Gonna yeah. end. So like, what was this adjustment like for you? Was it difficult? I mean, I, I it hasn't been difficult because, I mean, whenever I get home, you know, I bounce right back into the routine, but it is crazy. I mean, it's definitely the longest period of time that I've been home in, like, two years. Like, I can't remember the last time I was home for, like, three months straight. But – um, and also, when I came home from New York for this quarantine, I definitely did not have any idea I was going to be home this long. Like, I literally – I left New York and I was like, okay, like, this will be nice. I'll go home for a week and come back and things are going to be back to normal. Like, well, no. <laughs> now it's, like, looking like July to be back in New York. Right. But yeah, it's been difficult. But, I mean, I've kept in touch with my agency now, Fusion. They've been great and, you know, sending them digitals and they're trying to do and stay interactive however much we can. But, yeah, there's not really much we can do right now. So it's crazy. And then where do you see yourself living uh, long term? Would you say it's New York City? Where do you really like to to live and, and work? Yeah, that's a good question. I don't know because, I mean, now it's interesting because I have – like I've lived in Europe and Sydney and here, New York, LA. Like I've seen I'm, – I'm kind of good at adjusting. So I'm like I can picture myself living in most of these places. But I don't know. I mean – 
I like New York. I like New York a lot. I think there's so many opportunities there, but like when I think about it, I am such a just like beach person and warm person. Like I'm not really a city girl. So like if you could take the opportunities and like jobs in New York, then move into LA, that would be ideal. Um, but I think definitely my dream would be to be like kind of bi-coastal, maybe like between LA and New York. Yeah. Cause those are, those are my two favorites. I love LA. I love just the vibe and the palm trees and everything there. So yeah. Yeah. I, I definitely agree with that statement, but <laughs> you should stay in New York because that's where I'm based. So yes. that's a good answer. <laughs> I'm in New York when Kate's in New exactly. York. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. We'll go back and forth. Um, but yeah, I want to jump into your new venture with Cho Granola. This is so yes. exciting as an entrepreneur. I'm so excited for you. So kind of tell me, where did you um, where did you get the name? And I also want to know for listeners, where did Cho come from? Because some people know you as Elizabeth. Yeah. So let's let's start with the name Cho. Where, where did that come from? Yeah. So yeah, we probably should start by explaining my name yeah, is Elizabeth. Cho? <laughs> <laughs> um, but Cho started when I was literally a baby, like one year old. We actually have a video of it. But my dad would ask me like, what's your name? Like trying to teach me my name. And I would say Cho. Like I was just literally a baby. That's like baby talk. And I was like, Cho? And my dad thought it was funny and he would start calling me Cho and my siblings thought it was so funny. They were calling me Cho and my mom was like, stop calling her Cho. Her name's Elizabeth. (laughs) And so, I mean, to this day, she's probably the only one that calls me Elizabeth. But And so it just kind of stuck. And I don't know at one point when my friends in elementary school started calling me Cho and then we all went to the same middle school and then all those new girls started calling me Cho. Eventually, by the time I graduated, like my teachers were calling me Cho. Like, I, I can't remember if I think at my graduation, like they literally announced my name as Cho Seward. But yeah, so it's kind of just funny. Like it's been just developed as that's what everyone calls me. It's, it's just been easier than Elizabeth. It's There's always like multiple Elizabeths, you know, there's a lot of Elizabeths out there. So it's just a little more unique, a little more memorable and like easy. So it's just kind of, yeah, it's, it's stuck. Yeah. It must've been cool too, making that shift, um, in modeling and kind of updating your name and kind of reintroducing yourself as well as. Yeah. I was so happy when I did that with, um, I, I signed with fusion in the beginning of the year and, so they agreed that like we wanted to start just going by Cho. Like and before I was – all my comp cards and stuff was that was Elizabeth Seward. And so now I'm just like Cho Seward. So it's funny. Yeah, when I go into castings, they're like Cho. And I'm like – or they'll be like Chow, Cho. Like yeah. how do you pronounce it? I'm like, no, yeah, it's just Cho. Or some casting directors that I've like met before and I go again I hand them my card. They're like, wait a minute. Aren't you Elizabeth? And I'm like – yeah, yeah, but I mean, I'm chill. Like, yeah, but that's it's so funny. But yeah, it's they remember like, you though and recognize yeah. you. Yeah, but it's funny. So everyone's just like, oh, okay, yeah, that is easier. Like that's cool. I like that. Yeah. So it's yeah. So it's been fun. When did you decide you wanted to start the company Cho Granola, and what was the motivation behind starting the brand? So I mean, Cho Granola. I've had I've started making granola like my own like six months ago, and we always kind of had it as like an idea. We're like, oh, we can make this like a business Cho Granola. And I was kind of like, yeah, yeah. Like it seemed a little like out of like irrational for me. I was like, I can't start a business. And then 
I have to say, Kate, you kind of you kind of helped me kickstart it Aww. because you were you were my first customer and like you reordered and I was like, okay, like maybe people actually like this. Yeah. And my I think it was my mom, mom nice- right? It was she wanted yeah. it for her friends for for Christmas. Yeah, yeah, you really encouraged us and so and motivated us. So it's kind of literally developed over this quarantine into a real thing. Like my brother did the graphic design for us. I literally we texted him and we're like, okay, I'm picturing this, blah blah blah, and like he sent us a thing. And so my sister has been helping out a lot on like the business end of it. And so yeah, so basically we decided like we've been giving our my granola to just friends and stuff like that, and like just people I wanted to give it to and they would all be like, oh my God, this is so good. Like, can I have more? And you're like, oh, okay. So we are literally like shipping out all these granolas to people and we're like, you know what? Like we can make this a business. Like the amount of people that me, my brother, my sister know, like just through our connections and Instagram, like we're like the amount of people we could just sell this to is like crazy. So we haven't even been promoting it that much because – Obviously, we're waiting until we're like official and can expand. But so yeah, over this quarantine, we've we've created the LLC. We're getting like we're in the process right now of doing all of our business licenses and stuff like that. Obviously, our dad is helping us figure out all that because it's very kind of confusing mm-hmm. with food. You have to be very you have to get all the FDA approval and nutrition labels and stuff like that. So right, I mean, like we looked into that a while ago, but we're both we're all like, uh, like that's a lot of time and a lot of work. Like we have, you have to figure that out. Totally. Since it's been quarantine, we're sitting at home and we're like, well, I mean, we have time to figure it out. So let's figure it out. Yeah. It's so, it's amazing how that happens. I mean, that was the same for me as well with my yeah. podcast. It was just an idea. And then a few weeks yeah, later right. I bought a mic and then quarantine all of a sudden, <laughs> I mean, this is my main thing, you know, You're I'm doing it. And it's been like a hit. Yeah. I mean, it's been, it's been amazing. Um, and I really love too how you, started the line or the line see where my head is with my clothes uh-huh. I love how you, <laughs> I love how you started your company with just kind of sending it out to people and getting yeah. honest genuine feedback from those mm-hmm. who care about you and and love you and, and want to promote it and I think that's really yeah. good advice for you know aspiring entrepreneurs yeah like I mean honestly that's because that's the thing that just really because I'm like I know I like granola I make it I like it myself but when you give it to other people and they really enjoy it too and you're like whoa like other people could like this and it could be a thing like it's it's pretty like motivating so yeah it's been we're getting this little business started and it's exciting and so now we're like we're focused that this thing quarantine is kind of kind of wrapping up hopefully soon we're like preparing we're like okay like we're gonna stick with this and and now it's something that we're passionate about like we have this business we feel you know the I feel like for any entrepreneur like the more you get going with it the more motivating it becomes and like if you just take those baby steps and start doing stuff like you just want to do more and yeah Yeah, get it done right it's yeah fun and then you just can connect with more people whether you know they're in the food industry or just more customers and really kind of mm-hmm. engage in and develop relationships with people who weren't in your life previously. That's what I've found with my clothing line at least. Yeah, totally. Yeah. It's definitely become something we're really interested in. And also in the same time, I've like gotten even more like delved more into the world of like nutrition and stuff like that because I'm like just like looking up, we're making nutrition labels and I'm like Googling and doing all this research on like sweeteners and like 
veg like things to um because we sweeten our granola naturally and stuff like that and we're looking for the perfect things and ingredients that are natural and now now i'm like i find myself going to the grocery store and literally reading like every single nutrition label and but it's funny because i'm like i know like the ingredients and it's cool to be knowledgeable about that too totally yeah and speaking of ingredients so what specifically are you using to make your granola what what's in the in the product yeah so i mean we're using all organic like oats nuts seeds it's gluten-free vegan obviously um yeah, just I wanted to do like a big combination of just nuts. I like a good like hearty granola, you know. So we're using that. It has like some vanilla. It's, and yeah, I didn't want to use like a whole lot of – because a lot of granolas are sweetened with like just oil and maple syrup or like honey. And I didn't want to do a lot of that. So I'm trying to want, I wanted to figure out a way to sweeten it naturally like with stevia something that's low calorie too but also like low glycemic index so it doesn't have any like negative effects on the body like a lot of artificial sweeteners and stuff like that so we've definitely put a lot of thought into what we're actually making with because that's what I'm that's what I'm most like what's most important to me is about what you're putting in your body. Right. And I can't wait for you to come out with a commercial because you just saying the words honey and vanilla may be the cutest <laughs> thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> and I can't oh, wait to go back God. and listen to this because I that's the cutest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> um, just me listing ingredients. Yeah. <laughs> and then what is it like being, I guess, a co-founder or working alongside your sister and how have you been able to split up the roles and how has that process been? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely been like, I'm so glad that my sister is so interested and like passionate about this too, because I could not be doing this like without her because it's kind of worked out perfectly because we both thrive in different areas. Like she thrives and like, she's kind of more taking care of like the business aspect and talking to different peoples and like lawyers and getting in touch with, you know, people FDA agents and vegan certification agents and stuff like that. And she's figured out all the legal aspects of it and what we need to do to officially get the stuff going. And then I'm more of like the nutritional, like the actual granola part. Like I like to bake it. And I I mean, I'll just, there's been some weekends where I literally am just making like 20 batches of granola in a a day, but I'm like, I just enjoy it so so much. Like it just soothes me. And like when we are thinking of trying to figure out our perfect sweetness mixture. I'm like, she's like, I'm the one doing all the kind of research on the, the, you know, the scientific aspect of it. So we kind of thrive in different areas. So it works out. Yeah, totally. And I remember you mentioned too, you were inspired by a certain granola you had once tasted when you were traveling. I believe it was in Paris. So can you tell me more about that kind of inspiring you? Yeah, well, it's kind of how the how this all started was I've always been obsessed with granola. It's my favorite, favorite snack. And I was inspired to try and make my own because I had like the best granola in Paris. It was like kind of soft and like very different from anything else I'd had before. And I had just come back and like it was over the summer and I was at home and I was like, you know what, I'm going to try and just recreate it. And so obviously I was trying to recreate it, but I was also just making my own. And that's how I first started even making it. So, and then now it's kind of developed and developed more into my own thing, kind of a spinoff of that, which is fun. 
Yeah, I really like that. And then how do you prepare your granola? I know I like to have my cho granola with oat milk. It's so good. Mm -hmm. Um, I also love my acai bowls and and can add it on there. But for you specifically, what is cho like to do? How do you prepare yours? Yes, I I think I primarily – I love granola on top of my oatmeal. It's like I love oatmeal in the morning, breakfast, before like a long run or something. I'll put it with a little vanilla protein powder and some – granola on top either that or just granola and greek yogurt is my favorite like those two things i could eat like every day forever which i mean i think i probably have eaten them every day so cool no but thank you so much for for answering these questions this is so incredibly insightful i think you know you're you're off to incredible things and i love how you're yeah and you're incorporating your family members i know um both your brother and sister are so talented and i think the three of you guys together and and with the influence of your (laughs) parents i i have no doubt this is going to be a huge success i'm i'm such a big fan of cho granola it's just going to be amazing Oh, thank you so much. It means so much coming from you. I trust your opinion so yeah, much. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I genuinely <laughs> am obsessed. I, as you know, placed two more orders, so I'm so excited for that to get yeah. through through quarantine. Yes, ship them off. Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. No, it's it's really amazing, and I think it's so cool too as um as a model for you to be able to add this um additional kind of career to what you're you're doing, and I mean you're. You're mm-hmm. full of so many different talents, and I I know people are going to be really excited to just engage with you. You know, get to try what Cho granola is, and and yeah. really get to eat what Cho makes. You know, I think it's so cool. Yeah, you're just such a badass. I'm so proud to be your friend, and I'm oh, so excited. Thank you so much. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I'm so happy to have you as a friend so too. Excited. Like, yeah, this is gonna be <laughs> awesome. And then tell me, okay, last question. So. Gemini season. What do you have planned for yes. your birthday? Do you have anything special happening? Ooh. How are you going to celebrate? That's a good question. I don't know. I mean, well, earlier in this quarantine, I was thinking, I mean, I was hoping that this would all be over by the time. But I, I think I, my birthday might just be cutting it towards the end of this this whole thing. It's May 24th. So, I mean, I don't know because obviously all my friends are – everyone's spread out. Everyone's at home right now. So it's kind of hard – I mean, I don't even know if that would be legal to have like a party of more than 10 people. Right. But um, I guess hopefully I'll – we'll probably be going to the beach, our beach house in Delaware. I mean, I guess if I can't meet up with friends and stuff, that would probably be the most ideal thing. Just have a nice beach weekend, read at the beach, get some good food, get some good carry-out food. Yep. Um, yeah, that's probably probably what's going to be. Totally. And have you been <laughs> one to partake in these Zoom calls and kind of catch up with your friends that way or do any kind of yeah. like crazy dance parties or anything? I know oh those my God. have been happening. I've, I've, I've actually only done like one Zoom call. Mm-hmm. I've, I've FaceTimed friends like individually and stuff like that. But yeah, I did my first Zoom call the other day actually is for my other friend. She had like they did a surprise Zoom call birthday party for her. So like everyone logged on at the same time and it was like for her birthday and it was really cute. It was a little Zoom birthday party. So, cool. so maybe I'll do that. Yeah. I'll have a Zoom party. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> then you can invite, you know, people from all everyone. over. Totally. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah. No, it's really cool. <laughs> I know I've been asked to do a video or um, people will compile different videos for, oh, for yeah. someone's birthday, which is so cute too. I think that's, that's cute. so special. I mean, for us, my my mom and my sister in Georgia, so they both have their 
their birthday. Oh. My parents had their anniversary during quarantine. Wow, everything. Yeah, and it's actually been really special because, um, well, together, like, as a family, we've been able to bake a yeah. cake and, and do things that I don't think we would have normally have been doing. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, a good point. Yeah, it's really – Yeah, like, you just celebrated together right. and – yeah, it's it's yeah. bringing us all together and making us creative. And it, it shows, too, how even just like a handwritten card can mean so much, totally. especially when we're not with our friends and our loved ones to be able to like write them a card, I think, means so much more than, you know, yeah. have in the past even. Yeah, totally. It's like, yeah, just the reaching out of anybody nowadays means so much more because, I mean, you're not interacting with many people. So. Yeah. Yeah, that that all that was also what you said baking cake. I did say that I've I've been doing a lot of baking this. Me and my sister have been doing a lot of baking this quarantine. So I said I was gonna bake myself like an epic cake. Yes, something on like like the Food Network Spring Baking Championship show. I'm like I'm just gonna make something epic and then eat it. Yeah, what's um <laughs> what's your favorite kind of cake? Oh, see, I don't know. I'm like, do I want to go like a vanilla unicorn type cake or do I want to do like something crazy chocolate? Right. I don't – that's what I haven't decided yeah. yet. Or actually, you know what I just decided? I'm going to do like – I'm going to incorporate cho granola in the cake Oh, somehow. amazing. Oh, my God. That would be so cool. Ch- cho granola yeah. cake. That's happening. Yeah. You know how with those – some of those like what chocolate cakes they do that little – um like is it a filling or something do you know what I'm talking about like like kind of like a crunchy yeah yeah and then you could do instead of that you just add your granola (gasps) yeah that's gonna be yeah I'm pumped to see that that's gonna be amazing (laughs) oh that's so cool well thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me I can't believe it's been you know 45 minutes it it feels like you know it's just so fun talking to you and oh my god yeah like flew by thank you so much for having me on here I'm so honored of course and I'd love to have you back anytime I I I mean you have so much to share and you're just so intellectual and smart and one of my favorite people not to mention one of my most beautiful friends I'm so excited to find a photo of you to use I've already been I've been (laughs) looking on your um on your agents um, on the websites and everything. The and website. It is hard to pick a picture for you. I mean, I want to do oh my like God. some kind of collage because like every yeah. single one is so stunning. You're, you're so beautiful. Oh my God. Thank you so much. Love of you course. so much. Love you too. Thanks, Joe.